This is Face the Music, a Jeff Lynn's Electric Light Orchestra song by song podcast. Episode 201 Songbird. My songbird came home. is a 10th track on From Out of Nowhere. In the November 10th, 2019 online issue of Louder, Jeff Lynn said, Songbird is actually a true story. These doves moved into an alcove above my window and had babies. They were all living in there, looking at us through the kitchen window. Often these songs had a sad ending, but I wanted to give it a good ending. And fortunately, I could do it because they learned to fly. Suddenly they could fly, like harriers, straight off the ground up into the air up to the telephone wires. It was such a great moment, and in the end, they all flew off together. So what I turned all this into was a song about them coming home, because I believe that the babies come back to where they were born, to make their own nest. My songbird came home. At the November 14th, 2019 classic vinyl, Jeff said, I learned how to play what the dove sang on the guitar, so I could get it as close as it could be, and I just carried on. Once I'd got those first three notes, which they always do, I just carried on playing and just came up with that solo instantly. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And once again, Jeff Lynn is giving us the bird. <laughs> yes, yes. But at least his bird sings. Or maybe I should say, and his bird can sing. Try and tie that to the, the Beatles because he likes the, the Beatles. Yes. I don't know what color this one is, though. I'm assuming blue. Could be. Could be gray. Could Even be though brown. he says it was doves and pigeons. Are there any blue doves? I don't think there's any blue pigeons. They're usually pretty gray. Yeah, well, depends on how close they are to the local Monsanto factory, I guess. Uh. <laughs> well, considering that Jeff has the money not to live near a Monsanto factory, is probably a pretty colored bird. Yes. Yeah. But this ends from out of nowhere... And it's not as strong an ending song as Alone in the Universe, but it still works for what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's not bad either. It's actually one of the better songs on this album. However, that's my whole thing is that, um, okay, we've made sure that we're always revisiting the color blue mm. and we're always revisiting the birds. But I guess this was something real. I guess he uh, had a nest of doves or pigeons or something, and he had gone on tour, came back, and found out, huh, they all hatched, and they're all flying around, and they're all 
leaving their mark on my $3 million mansion. Yes. (laughs) Yes. When the song came out, and I've seen it a lot since then, people said, oh, that's Jeff Lynne's song to Richard Tandy. It's a song about Richard Tandy. That's really nice. That's, That's really beautiful. No, it's not about Richard Tandy. Not at all. You know, I thought, well, I guess I can see that. Until I looked into the song facts, and yeah, there were some songbirds outside Jeff Lynne's window, and and Jeff said, I'm going to write a song about that. And the guitar solo, he said, was taken directly from what the songbirds were songing about outside. And I hope that the songbird understood the contracts that were signed, and that uh, (laughs) Jeff and the songbird are both agreeable to the situation, because I really don't want to see another rift develop between Jeff Lynne and somebody else that he collaborated with. True. And that is one of the things I did like about it, is because at first I was thinking, is he going coo-coo-coo? <laughs> I realized, no, okay, it's the guitar. <laughs> He's doing something neat, not cringy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. So that changes it there. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I really like that part where he kind of was imitating bird songs with a guitar. Yeah. And it's about birds. <laughs> I think if he did a song about Richard Tandy, it would probably be I Love My Keyboard Player. <laughs> it's not like he's the most subtle writer in the world, so... <laughs> but also, I can't see Jeff Lynne writing a song about Richard Tandy and saying this is about Richard Tandy and have it sound like this. Because, as we're going to find out next week, he refuses to release Beatles Forever because it's too mushy. It's too, oh, I love you guys, you're so wonderful. I'm not saying that Jeff Lynne doesn't love Richard Tandy. I mean, he's the only guy from the old band that he still talks to and works with, so obviously they like each other very much for what? 50 over 50 years but i think if jeff lynn's going to write a love song to a friend and not somebody he's actually romantically in love with i don't see it seeing the light of day or even making it to the recording studio mm-hmm. it might be something he writes down and says oh by the way rich i don't know i don't know jeff lynn doesn't strike me as one of those friends who's like i love you man while he's sober <laughs> so right. instead of one of those people who gets drunk i love you I always loved you, man. You're the best friend ever. (laughs) And I still love you, even though I barfed all over your shirt. You still love me? Yeah, I think if Jeff was going to write a song about Richard, it would be... This one is for Richard Tandy. I'm so glad he's in the bandy. It'd be something like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I really hope he doesn't get too randy. (laughs) If he's on a beach, his piano gets sandy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably something okay, like that. Okay, this is going in, in the uh, um, hit erase on the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. recorder over this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's probably like a lot of men of the 40s, 50s, 60s who was like, yeah, I love my best friend, but I ain't saying it, man. It's just we yeah. know, so there's no reason to say it. As for the song, I do like it. I actually like it a lot. It's a nice little song. It's pleasant. I do like that guitar solo. That's really cool. As for an album ender, eh, eh. I think it just, it kind of lacks some sort of conclusion to it. 
like an album would have, like Alone in the Universe. Yeah, it kind of like fade out as if the album is dissipating out into the universe. This one just kind of has a quick fade out, a little thingy on the guitar, and we're done with the album. Listen up, people. Here's a snippet for Jill. Am I I think it's a good closing song. It's just, it seems like it's basically, we're done here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, this is all I got this time around. Sorry. <laughs> Could have used a From Out of Nowhere reprise or something like that. Yeah. Or Time of Our Life reprise. Or time, Well, yeah. I mean, although Time of Our Life was the song just before this, so yeah. I don't know if that's too soon they'd for... They'd have to reshuffle re things, but... Yeah. But no, just some sort of... Like, ah, uh, yeah, here's, bring this song back up and let it fade out. I liked it, but I love ENIAC's version. Did you listen to it? Oh. <laughs> no, I did not. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad to see one of us is still giving 110%, two episodes away from the end of the series. <laughs> the build-up wizard before each chorus the ELO version, I'm kind of like, oh, that was nice. But the ENIAC version made me, oh, that's so much better. I mean, he's got strings in here. I'm going to make a bold statement that I'm sure will be ignored by Jeff Lynn and his production company, Amalgamated Spats, or whatever he's got going. ENIAC should produce the next ELO album. Kaziniak is really good at taking these Jeff Lynn's ELO songs and making it sound like ELO in the 21st century, whereas the songs on the Jeff Lynn Electric Light Orchestra albums, they sound like Jeff Lynn solo from 1990, and they don't sound the least bit ELO-y. Got something to say about Songbird? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375 My songbird came home Just to sing that sweet Great moments in Electric Light Orchestra history. My story of the Kidney Stone Caper. Anybody who's been to a rock concert knows how much energy a rock musician has to put into a performance. So you don't expect to see the same musician, especially a drummer, playing with both the opening act and the headline act. But that's exactly what ELO fans in Germany saw recently for eight concerts in a row. Here's the story. For their European tour, the English supergroup ELO hired another English band after the fire as their warm-up band. And the tour started out just great. Then suddenly, the day before their show in Bremen, Germany, ELO's drummer Bev Bevan was knocked out of action by a kidney stone. And that looked like the end of the tour. But after the fire's drummer, Pete King made an offer 
that might save the tour. Pete says, I went through the drum parts with Bev in his hotel room and taped it. Then I took the tape with me, and for the next 24 hours, I brainwashed myself with ELO. Pete says there was time for only two rehearsals with ELO before the show. But it came off okay. And Pete King doubled in seven more shows after that, playing drums with his own band after the fire as the opening act, then washing his hands and face and drinking a glass of water before coming out on stage again as ELO's drummer. If any other rock drummer's done anything like that, we haven't heard about it yet. ELO's regular drummer, Bev Bevan, recovered in time to rejoin the tour for their final concerts in Munich. For Pete King, any concert's got to be a piece of cake after that experience. Well, hello, this is Dr. Troy with my comments on Songbird. This is another one of those songs that I don't hate. I don't love it all that much either. But I will say this, it has a beautiful melody, especially the chorus. I love the chorus. This is one of a few songs where I can actually say, I love the chorus better than the verses. The melody changes a bit, it's even more beautiful, and the chorus actually sounds like an actual chorus. Like, I know it's overdubbed Jeff, it's, I guess you could call it a chorus of Jeff, but it still sounds like a chorus, and I think it's a bit ELOE in that regard. I also love the guitar solo. Sounds like that style of someone's playing a guitar underwater. This was used in Davy Allen and the Arrows theme from Airport, which was a top 40 hit in 1970, 1971 thereabouts. And he was known for that style, Davy Allen, playing a guitar sounding like it's played underwater. So I love that here. Little bit of George Harrison vibe to it, but not too much. And I think if Jeff would have just tightened up the lyrics a little bit, this could have been a truly great song. But as it stands, it's one of my favorite closing songs from an ELO album. And speaking of that, I know this is not the last episode, but it is the last track from the last ELO album so far. And I have to admit, I'm feeling a bit bittersweet about the way I felt when I turned in my final term paper in my senior year of college. Yes, graduation was still to come and final exams, but when I turned that paper in, I knew I was nearing the end. And so we are. I'll talk to you next week. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I like it. The song. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, Beatles Forever. I got my thumb bird. Bye-bye.